Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Help Nourish the Soul From the Book of Proverbs, chapter 15, verse 20, to chapter 16, verse 9 A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is a joy to him who has no sense, but a man of understanding walks aright. Without counsel, plans go wrong but with many advisers they succeed. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man, and a word in season, how good it is. The wise man's path leads upward to life, that he may avoid shield beneath. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, the words of the pure are pleasing to him. He who is greedy for unjust gain makes trouble for his household, but he who hates bribes will live. The mind of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and good news refreshes the bones. He whose ear heeds wholesome admonition will abide among the wise. He who ignores instruction despises himself, but he who heeds admonition gains understanding. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom, and humility goes before honour. The plans of the mind belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes but the Lord weighs the Spirit. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. Everyone who is arrogant is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. By loyalty and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for, and by the fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. A man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Lives of Our Saints Saint Mary of Egypt The biography of this wonderful saint was written by Saint Sophronios, the Patriarch of Jerusalem. Once, during Great Lent, a certain priest monk, the elder Zosimus, 
withdrew into the wilderness beyond the Jordan, a twenty-day trek. Suddenly, he caught sight of a human being with a withered and naked body, whose hair was as white as snow, and who fled from Zosimus' sight. The elder ran for a long while, until this person stopped at a brook and cried out, Abba Zosimus, forgive me for the sake of the Lord. I cannot face you, for I am a naked woman. Zosimus then threw his outer garment to her, which she wrapped around herself, and then she showed herself to him. The elder was frightened upon hearing his name spoken from the mouth of this woman, whom he did not know. Following his prolonged insistence, the woman related her life's story. She was born in Egypt, and at the age of 12 began to live a life of debauchery in Alexandria, where she spent 17 years in this perverted way of life. Driven by the idolatrous flame of the flesh, she one day boarded a boat which was sailing for Jerusalem. Arriving at the holy city, she wanted to enter the church in order to venerate the honourable cross, but some invisible force restrained her, preventing her from entering the church. In great fear, she gazed upon the icon of the All-Holy Mother of God in a narthex and prayed that she be allowed to enter the church to venerate the Honourable Cross. All the while confessing her sinfulness and uncleanness and promising that she would go wherever the All-Pure One would direct her. She was then permitted to enter the church. Having venerated the cross, she went back to the narthex and before the icon, gave thanks to the Mother of God. At that very moment, she heard a voice saying, If you cross over Jordan, you will find true peace. Immediately, she purchased three loaves of bread and started out for the Jordan. Arriving there that same evening. The next day, she received Holy Communion in the monastery of St. John and crossed over the Jordan River. She remained in the wilderness for 48 years, in great torment and fear, struggling with passionate thoughts as though with wild beasts. She ate vegetation. After she finished her narr narrative, then she stood for prayer. Zosimus saw her levitate in the air. She begged him to bring her Holy Communion the following year on the shore of the Jordan where she would then come to receive it. The following year, Zosimus arrived with Holy Communion on the shore of the Jordan in the evening. He wondered how the saint would cross the Jordan. Then, in the night of the moon, he saw her approach the river, make the sign of the cross and over it and walk upon the water as though upon dry land. After Zosimus communed her, she begged him to come the following year to the same brook where they had first met. Zosimus came and discovered her lifeless body on that spot. Above her head in the sand was written, Abba Zosimus, bury the body of the humble Mary on this site. Render dust to dust. I died on April 1, 
the same night of the saving suffering of Christ, after having received communion of the divine mysteries. From this inscription, Zosimus first learnt her name and the other an awesome miracle. That the previous year, when she received Holy Communion, she arrived that same night at this brook, which took him twenty days to reach. Thus, Zosimus buried the body of this wonderful saint, Mary of Egypt. When he returned to the monastery, Zosimus related the entire story of her life and the miracles which he had personally witnessed. Thus, the Lord knows how to glorify penitent sinners. St. Mary is also commemorated on the fifth Sunday of Great Lent. The Church holds her up as an example to the faithful during these days of the fast as a model of repentance. She reposed in about the year 530 AD. St. Meletion, Bishop of Sardis in Asia Minor Meletion was a celebrated shepherd of the second century church. Governing with great ability, he endeavoured to gather all the books of sacred scripture into a single codex. By his meekness and piety, Meletion also laboured to restore peace in the church of Laodicea, which was troubled by a controversy regarding the celebration of Pascha. Besides this, he defended Christianity against the pagans. He travelled to Rome in about the year 170 AD to submit to Emperor Marcus Aurelius a written defence of the faith and the Christian church. Saint Meletion, this learned, pious and zealous man, reposed peacefully in the Lord in the year 177 AD. The Venerable Procopius the Czech Procopius was born in Hotish, in what is today the Czech Republic. He was ordained a priest, then retreated to a mountain to live according to the model of the Eastern Hermits. Herzog Ulrich the Duke accidentally came upon Procopius and assisted him in establishing the monastery of St. John the Forerunner, by the Sazava River. This holy man died in the year 1053 AD. Orthodox Readings and Reflections for Lent Brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. There are many tools that an Orthodox Christian has which can lead them closer to Christ. Today, we examine the prayer rope asking, what is a prayer rope, and why is it important to us Orthodox Christians? The Komboskini or Orthodox prayer rope is used by Christians to assist their daily prayer rule. Traditionally, it is made of black wool, knotted in the form of a loop, with coloured beads at intervals and a cross and tassel at its base. 
The black color is the color of mourning, or repenting for our sins. And the wool symbolizes the flock of Christ, the Good Shepherd. The tassel at the end is used to wipe the tears of the repentant in prayer. Prayer ropes come in different sizes, and most commonly contain either 33 knots, representing Christ's earthly life, 50 knots, or 100 knots. The prayer rope is attributed to Saint Bachomios, who lived in the 4th century. The devil would untie the simple knots he would make to count his prayers. Inspired by a vision from an angel of God, Saint Bachomios was able to create a special knot composed of nine interconnected crosses, representing the nine angelic classes, that the devil was unable to tie. The devil cannot abide the sign of the cross, and so the Komposkini becomes a spiritual weapon to fight against the evil one. With the guidance of a spiritual father, one is able to use the prayer rope to pray a set number of prayers. The rope is placed between the thumb and index finger, and on each knot the Jesus prayer is prayed, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, thus invoking the powerful name of the Lord. We can also pray, Most Holy Mother of God, save us, or Saint, and their name, intercede for us. Intercessory prayers can be made for family and friends in need and for the departed. Give rest, O Lord, to the soul of your servant. We should seek quiet time every day, secretly away from distractions, concentrate on the words of our prayer and turn our soul's eyes to God. By carrying a prayer rope on us discreetly, we are reminded to pray without ceasing. enjoyed this edition of the journey to Pascha brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org.au where you can find more Orthodox articles talks and podcasts to help you on your journey this Lent towards the resurrection of our Lord mm-hmm.